home improvements, home renovations, home maintenance, home repairs, and all the other challenges of home ownership. Welcome to the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast. Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 38 of the Thumb and Hammer Podcast. My name is Doug and today I am going to regale you with the tale of the door, which I hope you will find both entertaining and enlightening. Actually, I'm sure there are lessons to be learned and if you pay attention, the red flags will be obvious. But first, let me preface this with a vacation memory from a few years ago. We were in Florida, and after spending the day doing the tourist thing, we were in search of a restaurant for dinner. My wife searched some review sites to see what our options were, and she found a restaurant that was highly rated, but there was a one-star review that caught her attention. The main complaint in the review, the lobster mac and cheese, had lobster in it. (laughs) Go figure. Perhaps the reviewer was expecting lobster on the side, but then the dish would have been called lobster and mac and cheese. But it was not lobster and mac and cheese. It was lobster mac and cheese. And most people would have understood that the lobster would be mixed in with the mac and cheese. Plus, I'm sure the description on the menu would have explained the nuances of this dish. But still, this one-star review remained on the website. And... I always wonder about such reviews. You know, the ones that don't agree with the majority. Is the reviewer difficult to please? Or do they hold some sort of grudge for reasons unknown? Or was their experience just an anomaly? Say, a bad night at the establishment. In this age of the internet, we are inundated with reviews and opinions and I've already done a podcast on this called Information Overload. But it's weird when you come across a review that does not match up with the majority opinion, or if your own experience is different from everyone else's. And that brings me to our front door. Because we bought the door. Well, it's an entry system with the door and the side light. We bought this thing from a company that is highly rated. But our review would have been that out-of-place one-star review, depending on when we would have written that review. So let's start at the beginning. It started with the home show in the spring of 2016. We had just moved into our current house, and we had blown through the cash that we kept out from the sale of our old house, buying new furniture and stuff, but... We were in decent financial shape, or so we thought, with both of us working. We weren't worried about taking on a bit of debt. So when it came to the home show, there were a couple of vendors that we wanted to check out, and one of them was a window and door company. That was my suggestion. Our front door had seen its better days. It was a mess, but... Well, I I suppose I could have fixed it up and made do. But in our other house, when we did the major renovation, we had the front door replaced. And that was the part of the renovation that the neighbors could see. And it did add some curb appeal to a house that had none at the time. 
So coming from the house that was the eyesore of the neighborhood to our current house, I kind of wanted to send a message to our neighbors that we were actually going to take care of our place. A new door was as much for the neighbors as it was for us because the neighbors have to look at it too. Anyway, we go to the home show and we get ourselves on the list for a sales call with this window and door company. Now, home shows serve a few purposes. They are a good way to get ideas for future improvements and to scope out contractors. And there are often deals to be had at home shows. The old home show special. Because contractors want to line up work for the spring and summer, they will entice prospective clients with incentives, savings, special financing. So, win-win. A week or two later, the salesman pays us a visit. He comes in with his satchel of brochures and catalogs, and one of the first things he does is hand me the sample cut out from a door. It was probably about six inches square. And he goes into the sales pitch of how their fiberglass doors are so energy efficient and virtually indestructible. That was the sample that I was holding. And I would have that sample in my hand for almost the entire time that he was in the, in the house. He goes on and talks about the warranty, the best warranty in the biz with no fine print. He talks about the financing and the special home show pricing. It, it, it all sounds good. And after 45 minutes of talking all things doors, he just asks us point blank, uh, what do you think? Are you going to place an order today? I was a little hesitant. I asked how long the special pricing was going to be in effect. And he did that old sense of urgency thing where the deal was only good until the end of the month or something like that. But, you know, if we signed the contract now, we would get that deal in combination with this other deal. So we had to sign today to get the best deal possible. I know. I know. It's all salesman BS, and, well, I bought it. Tell the customer that they are saving money and that they will pay more if they wait. But never let them see the real numbers. And that was red flag number one, the hard sell. So, anyway, my wife and I, we talked it over for a few minutes, and... We ended up leafing through the catalogs and choosing a window pattern. Sales guy writes out the contract. I start looking over the contract and I realize that he has not included a storm door. I told him that we wanted to replace exactly what we had. So he goes back into the contract. He makes some modifications and we go ahead and we sign the contract along with the financing agreement. After he leaves, I'm looking over the contract again, and I notice that we had actually ordered a steel door, not a fiberglass door. Maybe we couldn't get the window we wanted with the fiberglass door? I don't know. But man, it sure felt like a bait and switch. Red flag number two. But my wife and I, we discussed it further, and we were both under the assumption that the fiberglass door would have been significantly more expensive, and we were already spending a lot of money, 
plus we were financing it to boot. So we decided to stick with the steel door that we ordered. A steel door was good enough for us. But still, I was feeling like we had been bamboozled because I assumed that the price quoted was for a fiberglass door. So to me, the high price was justifiable. That price for a steel door just didn't seem to be much of a deal. But be that as it may, we were looking forward to our new entry system. Well, a few days later, another guy comes out to take the measurements. You see, what usually happens is the sales guy will come out, he will take the rough measurements, and that's in order for him to be able to quote the prices. But more exact measurements are needed for the actual manufacturing. So this other guy comes out, he takes the measurements. And after he takes the measurements, he asks if I want to change the direction of the door swing. At first I say no. But he says that the swing would make much more sense the other way. And I don't know if I was tired, if I wasn't paying attention, but I said, whatever, go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. Well, after he leaves, I kick myself. Because the reason for the door swing, the way it was, was the location of the light switches. When you come in the front door, you want to be able to flip on the switches for the vestibule and the porch lights. Now, with the changes, the switches will be behind the door which means you would have to come in and close the door before you would be able to reach them. It's late in the day. And I often drive by the showroom slash office of this company anyway, so I plan to stop in there the next day. In person. Why call when you can stop in person? So the next day, I stop in at the showroom slash office, and I explain that I want to make a change to our order. And I also wanted to verify other information because, oh yeah, we also noticed that in our contract, the color of the storm door was not specified. So we wanted to make sure that we addressed that as well. And I just hit the microphone, but I'm not going to edit it out. Sorry. Well, the lady with the stack of papers on her desk finds our order. Oh, she says, this order isn't complete, she says referring to the storm door. I would not have put this order through at all until we got the rest of the information. But I can't do anything about it now. You will have to talk to the salesman, and he will have to make the changes. Really? The paper is right there in front of us now. Well, of course the salesman is not in. So the receptionist calls him, and we talk for a few minutes. He's on his way to a sales call, and he offers to call me back in about 20 minutes after he arrives at his destination. Well, I was busy myself. Uh, I explained to him that I was heading back out to run, a, run some more errands, that I really didn't have 20 minutes to kill, but I would reach him later if I did not hear from him first, and we kind of left it at that. I had his business card. So I figured, we'll make contact. It'll, it won't be too difficult. The next day, I pull out his card, expecting to see a cell number, but there wasn't one. He only had the business's number on his card, along with his email address. I figured email was better than playing phone tag anyway, so I drop him an email, along with the best times to call me. I don't hear from him that day. I don't hear from him the next day. (laughs) 
So the following day, I send them a follow-up email. Again, I don't hear back from them. The next day after that, still nothing. And maybe another day or two passes. I honestly don't remember, but I do remember the rain. Because that was when we had the flood in our basement. So now, at minimum, we are looking at replacing the sump pump and installing new flooring. Our priorities changed. But in the back of my mind, I'm comforted by what the lady had said. That the order wouldn't go through because it wasn't complete. So I have a discussion with my wife and we decide that we should cancel the door in light of the water damage that we now had to deal with. The door could wait. So once again, I stop by the office in person. The production manager happened to be there when I went in. I explained the situation, that we were trying to make changes to the order, but we couldn't reach the salesman. And then I explained that, you know, stuff has happened and we would just like to go ahead and cancel the order for now. Production manager says, we can't do that because it was more than 10 days after we signed the contract and our door would be already in the production queue. Now he just said that he didn't, you know, check the computer. He didn't check anything. He just said, your door's already in the production queue. We can't cancel. Never mind that the order should not have gone through because it wasn't complete. But no problem, he says. He'll go ahead and take care of that. He'll replace the door slab, reverse the direction, whatever he needs to do. So, I'm not happy, but I really don't have an argument at this point. I would have been willing to pay a non-refundable deposit of 5% or even 10%. Even though the order should not have gone through yet and the salesman never got back to me, and the guy who took the measurements talked me into making changes that shouldn't have been made. But yeah, at this point, canceling was not an option. So, to review, at this point, there were multiple problems with our order. We weren't able to contact our salesman to make changes, and we were unable to cancel an order that should not have been processed yet because of the problems with it. Okay. They had us on the technicality that we had signed the contract. Plus, we had already agreed to the financing, so to undo this deal would have been a pain in the butt. Really, we would have had to go to small claims court to settle the dispute, and that probably would not have gone well for us. And, you know, timing aside, we kind of sort of wanted a new front door. But so far, if we were writing a review, this company would definitely get one star. Things can only improve from here, right? Well, the installers show up early summer. And they don't have the storm door with them. They will have to come back and install it another time. The new door and side light get installed, and, well, I'm uh, I'm a little surprised. We had ordered a burgundy door. The store was burgundy. But I had assumed 
that they would have trimmed it out in the same color as the trim of the rest of the house, which is kind of a sandstone color, and the door would have really popped against that. But instead, everything was trimmed out in burgundy. Now, it still looks good, mind you, but it wasn't quite what we were expecting, and none of this was communicated to us. So again, I got to take responsibility for assuming. I guess we should have asked more questions, but it goes beyond that. The storm door that we ordered was the same color as the sandstone trim. When we chose that color, you would think that somebody would have said that, you know what, that's going to look funky because everything's going to be trimmed out in red. Or we would have been given the option for the trim color. Or something. But there was definite missing information here and a lack of communication. And the door. Well, the door. The door had obviously not been secured in the truck, as there were a couple of prominent dents in it. I pointed those out, and they said, no problem. They will replace this lab when they install the storm door. So here we are now with the installation. They don't have everything they need to install. The uh, door was damaged in transit. What would you give them if you were to rate them? One star? Two stars? A one star rating wouldn't be completely fair as they did not hesitate to offer to replace the damaged door slab. I'm starting to lose count of the door slabs here. I mean, I think we're up to number three now. Well, we bought ourselves a storm door and we paid for its installation. That was in the contract. And I knew that trying to change that would have been futile. But when they return to replace the damaged door, we tell them, you know what, don't bother with the storm door. It's not going to look good anyway. And we were used to just having the entry door. That decision was on us. Some time passes, and I go out to clean the windows, and the silicone caulking had been dirty from the day of the original installation. It looked kind of like sawdust that had blown around. And when I tried to clean it at first, it appeared that the dust was embedded in the caulk, like it had got contaminated before it cured. So, you know, I'm not happy. I call the company. I explain what's going on. They send someone out. But by the time the guy arrived, I tried cleaning the caulk again, and, uh, well, I was successful. <laughs> Embarrassing for me. But I also noticed there was a significant dent in the trim towards the top. It was not in an area that would have been subjected to any contact from us or anything else for that matter. So it must have been there from installation day. The repair guy replaced the trim, and all was well again. And at least it wasn't a wasted trip for him. A year passes, and in the spring, I notice that I can see daylight towards the bottom on the latch side of the door. It looks like the door is not sitting square in the frame. The operation was fine, which is probably why we didn't notice anything that was amiss, but to see this gap was unacceptable, so I called the company again. And again, they send someone out. He replaces the weather strip. He installs a new wedge under the weather strip at the bottom so it's tight when the door closes, and all seems well. I mean, if this fixes the problem, I'm happy, as opposed to having to mess around with realigning the door. 
Even though I did tell him that the door was a tad askew. <laughs> but again, the company was honoring their warranty. So I, I can't complain. Even though the fix was kind of half-assed, it did the job. Well, fast forward to this winter. And again, I noticed there's daylight coming in in the same place. At a certain time of year, the sun hits the door at a certain angle and just makes this deficiency really, really obvious. And I did a finger test around the door, between the door and the frame, just to feel how much it was out. And I could feel a breeze coming in through the top corner. Obviously, the door needs to be shimmed at the hinges. Within the realm of most do-it-yourselfers, but, you know, we paid a lot for this door, and the installation is guaranteed for life. So, I make another call to the company. Service manager wasn't in. We end up texting back and forth and finally set up an appointment for Monday. Monday rolls around. Appointment time comes and goes, and after about an hour, I send him a text. He's out of the office. I call the office. Receptionist doesn't see us on the schedule for that day. Later, I get a text from the service manager. He's apologizing profusely because the day's had got mixed up. He had us down for Tuesday. So he could either do the job on Tuesday, or we would have to wait until later the next week. So Tuesday it was. Let's get this thing fixed and over with. So the guy comes out. He's half an hour late, but at least he showed up. And after 15 minutes, the hinges were all shimmed, and the door was realigned. And it Seems perfect now. So based on that, what rating would you give this company? Monday would be a zero star for sure. But Tuesday, the door got fixed. And it got fixed the way it should have been fixed last year. So five stars? Or do we deduct one or two stars because this fix came a year late? I mean, overall, how would you rate this company? And what would you base that rating on? Because there were times that I would have only given them a one-star rating, but then there were other times they did the right thing. And if you take the no-show Monday out of the equation, their service has been absolutely excellent. The lesson here is that the customer experience just can't be boiled down into a single rating. There are many points of contact from sales to installation to service to just that intangible sense of how the company makes you feel overall. And you, as a customer, have to evaluate the legitimacy of the reviews that you read. Now, what lessons did we learn along the way? <laughs> Don't ignore the red flags. From the get-go, from the very beginning, we did not feel good about this deal. We should not have signed anything. We should have carefully read what we were signing, and that way we would have noticed that we were buying a steel door and not a fiberglass one. That was complete stupidity on my part. 
But considering I had a fiberglass door sample in my hand and the salesman was hitting all the sales point for the fiberglass door and the questions I asked were related to the fiberglass door, then logic would follow that we thought that we were buying a fiberglass door. It would, it, I would have assumed that we were buying one from my point of view and to the salesman, he should have realized that I thought we were buying one. You know what I'm saying? And if we weren't, you would think that he would have said something. But you know what they say about assume. And I assumed. I should have been more insistent about canceling the contract and worked harder to negotiate a way out. Ask to speak to the owner if necessary. I am sure in hindsight, between the change orders and the replacement slabs and the service calls, I have a feeling they wish they had let us cancel. And finally, do not hesitate to take advantage of the warranty or service agreement. As much as I hated calling the company, I, you know, I just didn't want to deal with them. The very thought angered up the blood. But when I did call them, they always took care of us. One way or the other, you are paying for that warranty anyway. I hope that you can find some nugget in our experience that will save you money or aggravation. The bottom line is to trust your instincts. Do not jump at a deal if it doesn't feel quite right to you. There will be other deals in the future. Before I wrap up, I want to share what turned out to be a pretty successful week in Thumb and Hammer land. I have previously shared our financial predicament with you, and that situation is changing thanks to us becoming a two-income family again. My wife is about a month and a half to two months into her new job, and things are going well. Best of all, we are knocking down our debts, and we now have some breathing room. Well, a couple weeks ago, I did our taxes. Took me less than half an hour using TurboTax. <laughs> technology great. And a week later, our refund magically appeared in our bank account. Financial tip. You want to have the smallest refund possible. A large refund only means that the government has been earning interest on your money. Adjust your deductions so you keep more of your money throughout the year instead of relying on a windfall come tax season. I, um, <laughs> I don't follow that advice because stuff happens and I don't know how our tax situation might change throughout the year. So we received a significant refund and it was in our bank account when I checked it Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, we went shopping. You see, our oven broke a couple months ago, and that forced us to rely on stovetop cooking. And I got to tell you, if when you don't have an oven, you really do miss it. And the part that we needed to fix that oven was discontinued. So, yeah, the day that the refund showed up in our account, we went out and we bought a new stove. 
we usually get our appliances from a certain independent appliance store that has been in business like forever. And the particular model that we bought is the same price as it was at the big box stores. Except at this store, that price also includes free delivery and free takeaway of the old appliance. How awesome is that? Plus, they have an extended warranty if you choose to buy it, which is less than what you would expect for a service call. And they don't hard sell it either. You have 30 days from the date of the purchase to decide. And this store has their own in-house service department. So, great store to deal with. We went there, we bought the new stove. On Saturday, we paid cash for it out of our tax refund, and the stove was delivered on Wednesday. Okay, that's the weekend, Saturday. Go stove shopping. Monday. Monday, the guy was supposed to show up to realign our front door. And as I already mentioned, that did not happen. He was rescheduled for Tuesday, so I guess the week wasn't quite perfect. On Tuesday, I got new tires for the van. We were told back in the fall that our tires needed to be replaced, and they needed to be replaced before winter. Well, they did not specify which winter, did they? I felt like I was driving on borrowed time, which I probably was, but we made it through snow and freezing rain, and now, with a tax refund, I could finally afford to pay cash for new tires. New tires installed, and this is the first time ever that I've had tires installed without being upsold and alignment. In fact, when I said that I wanted an alignment, the service manager asked me why, and he told me that I most likely wouldn't need one, but, you know, if I did need one, they would do one for me. Turns out, didn't need one. So more money stays in my pocket. And also on Tuesday, the door guy came and realigned our door. Wednesday, the new stove arrives. Woohoo! Friday, I disassembled our kitchen faucet, which had been dripping for, well, quite a while now. The thing is, I had no idea what brand it was. There were no visible defining markings anywhere on this thing, either above or below the sink. So I had to do a little forensic work when I was taking this thing apart. Now, it turns out that it's a Moen. Uh, the Moen's hot-cold indicator thing is stylized, but with so many brands on the market and with all of them looking almost identical, I couldn't be 100% sure. But after taking this thing apart, I could look inside the inside the body of the thing, and I could see the logo. From that point, I went to the Moen website, identified what cartridge I had, and found the instructions for removing and replacing it. Then, I headed over to Home Hardware, the Home Hardware store, to buy a new cartridge. Moen has a fantastic lifetime warranty, offers free cartridge replacement. But I was not the original purchaser, nor did I know when it was purchased, nor did I have any receipts. So I totally didn't think that I would be entitled to the free replacement. In fact, I had been budgeting about $250 for a new faucet because I didn't know the pedigree of the one we had. So buying a $50 cartridge was still going to save us money. 
So I walk into the home hardware and the dude in the red shirt asks me what I'm looking for as I started to head over to the plumbing aisle. I tell him I need a Moen 1225 cartridge. He leads me to the front of the store to a locked cabinet. He takes one out, hands it to me. Great. I go to the cash register to pay. Nope. No charge. No receipt necessary. No need to bring back the old cartridge. Just here you go. Thank you very much. So, fixing an annoying, dripping faucet cost me absolutely nothing but time. Sometimes things really do go well. I mean, so often it feels like we're taking one step forward and two steps back, but this week that I'm talking about, which was a couple weeks ago now, everything went our way. Well, except for, you know, the door guy being a no-show one day, but let's ignore that. So, here is hoping things go well for you. May you open up a wall without opening up a can of worms. May your repair cost less than you expect. May the tools you need for the job already be on hand or on sale at a ridiculously reduced price. May you finish that project ahead of schedule and under budget. And when things do go wrong, may you always remember the time when things went right. And with that, I would like to thank you very much for listening. You know the drill. Subscribe, rate, review, share. That will really help me out. The website is thumbandhammer.com. You can reach me at thumbandhammer.com slash contact with your comments and suggestions and home improvement questions. And I am also on Twitter where my handle is at thumbandhammer. I will be back in a couple weeks. Until then, cheers.